You're listening to Sourced with Stu Finer. Thanksgiving. Mine was amazing. What a fucking zoo. Partied Wednesday, Thursday. Obviously, Thanksgiving. Swept Friday. Swept Saturday. Swept Sunday. Got killed. But three out of the four biggest days of the year, I win. So thank God for that. And upcoming right now, which is so exciting because I'm really on a hot streak and it's really the way I've made my bones this 2017 football season is the one game that I've been betting for $100,000. And I've caught fire with this game and I've won five in a row coming off under in Auburn, Alabama. I was torn between taking Auburn uh, plus the five and a half at home or taking under in Auburn, Alabama. As it turns out, I went to the under, did not matter, both won, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So the game that I am betting everything I own on, beg, borrow, steal, 100,000 large, is the winner of Ohio State, Wisconsin, Saturday night. And that's going to be my best bet of the week, and that's going to be all my money, and that's going to be how I judge if I have a winning or losing week on that one game. So as everyone knows, the medium and the light bets, I do not bet. My best bets, I have 10,000 on. My all-in max best bets are equivalent to my $25,000 bets. I have 25000 on. And then specifically, I name when I bet fifty and 100000 This is a $100,000 bet, $100,000 winner. It'll be my sixth in a row, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Very exciting. Uh, tonight, we have a critical game between Stanford and USC. And obviously, they've played already, and it was an absolute fucking burial. And now we'll see, can Stanford, again as an underdog, again as a four-point dog, pull the upset, or will USC just destroy Stanford as they've done already? So that's where we stay. Uh, NBA, college basketball, full swing. NFL, college football, full swing. College football, right down to it. We'll know on Tuesday who's in. The playoff format, probably we'll know after Saturday who's in the playoff format, pretty much, unless upsets. It'll be quite interesting for the first time ever right now. If the playoffs started today, Alabama would be golfing! Hey, Alabama! Hey, Nick Saban! Golf! So, very, very interesting what is going to go on. Tonight, pretty much the sentiment is USC public money. Sharps have not weighed in on the game. It looks like it's all public money, like they've given away money tonight with USC. And we'll see exactly how that lays out. Key games throughout the weekend. The next biggest game besides probably Ohio State and Wisconsin, where 
I would say, although Ohio State is a open two and a half, went to six and a half, is a six and a half point favorite, I would say most of the sentiment would be on the undefeated Wisconsin University. They're figuring even if Ohio State wins, they might not cover. They're figuring there is value with Wisconsin, an undefeated college football team, plus six and a half points. Not only do they believe Wisconsin absolutely can and will beat Ohio State, but if they don't, they still have a backup plan of covering with the number, so there's a lot of money on Wisconsin. Probably next biggest game, I guess, Georgia-Auburn. And it's a tough game. A lot of people think Georgia's going to pull the upset here. A lot of people are going with letdown theory. Auburn just pissed on Alabama. Really dominated wire to wire. There was no upset. There was no trick play. There was no bad calls. Auburn just flat out wired to wire, out coached them, out hustled them, out played them on both sides of the line. Special teams. There's not any matchup that Alabama won. Auburn just trounced them. And now they come in a two and a half point favorite against Georgia. Georgia is loaded as we know. And I would say the sentiment right now is dead even. Dead even. Dead even. Other big games, Oklahoma, TCU, it's all Oklahoma. Everybody loves Oklahoma, blah, blah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma underrated, Oklahoma under the radar, so on and so forth. So it's all Oklahoma against TCU. And then we go over to Clemson, Miami of Florida. And this is such an interesting game. Number one, Clemson, Miami now out of the top four as a nine-point underdog. On the road, they have been shaky, especially their offense. Their defense always comes to play. Pittsburgh last week just flat out caught the brakes and just beat them. Beat them. Fair and square. It was a home underdog. It was Pittsburgh's championship moment, and they pissed all over undefeated Miami. So now... You have a Miami squad. Are they going to rebound to go into the toilet on the road in a very hostile area where, not that Clemson is home, but the fucking game is in North Carolina. So, I mean, you know, you have to give Clemson a home field advantage. You really fucking do. You absolutely do. So... I mean, this game could be ugly, or Miami of Florida's defense could keep them in the game. Miami of Florida's offense on the road is shaky, is suspect. Tough to bet on them. Tough to bet on them. Rolling over to the NFL where, if you have to pick four teams right now, AFC, it's Steelers, and it's Patriots, NFC, I'm going to go right now for it. I'm going to say Eagles and Rams, and obviously they play each other, so we'll see a good Sampling of what that means. Vikings have been playing absolutely incredible. And I don't trust the Seahawks. Too banged up. You're not going to be able to rely on their shutdown D. They are a little weak because of injuries. I don't trust the Saints as we saw 
Panthers, I don't trust. Vikings are probably the best of the rest. The best of the rest. But right now, if you're talking, you're talking right now. Eagles, Rams, Patriots, Steelers. So if the playoff format was in the NFL like it is in college football starting on Tuesday, well, now who's fucking in? Those would be the four in the playoffs right now. Uh, all there is left of really the season is to see who can sneak in. Jaguars are a year away. Seahawks have to get healthy. Philip Rivers really does not have enough. I don't trust the Panthers. I don't trust the Saints, but they would be the tier below. Could they pull up sets, I guess? Vikings. Falcons would be the team that I, that could be on the bubble, that could make noise. They could be the best in the NFC and go to the Super Bowl back-to-back, or they could just choke. I don't know. They're looking like there is a little life there, but they've played so poor early in the season that it still haunts me. So... That's pretty much the NFL. Now, since the marathon, I have now gone from 185 to 202, had my blood work this morning, and will know the results in two to three days. I take uh, diabetes medication to keep my sugar down because it's high. Uh, cholesterol, I have medication for cholesterol because it is high. And then, because uh, of the testosterone shot that the body doesn't produce testosterone no more, that I take a shot in my ass every two weeks, they give me this other pill, so that the testosterone is not stored anywhere, so I have tits, so I take this other pill. So, we'll know in a couple of days if my numbers are up, if my sugar's up, cholesterol's up, so on and so forth. The A1C is the number, because the A1C, if that's high, it affects everything you do, blood flow, Everything, and we need the blood flowing for the cock to stay hard so it is life or death. It is like the air I breathe. So A1C is the enemy, is the devil, is the number we need to respect and keep down. And obviously, since I ran the marathon November 5th from June, July, August, September, October my, into November, my numbers were amazing. But now we're talking it's December 1st and my numbers probably are horrific because we're coming off an absolute Caligula bordella since November 5th. I mean, I have eaten certain days out, breakfast, lunch, and dinner four days in a row. Um, I've consumed 20 to 30 to 40,000 calories a day. Uh, there is nothing I have not done. I'm eating every day soup to nuts. I am absolutely perfectly round right now. Perfectly round. I don't have to be two inches shorter to be perfectly round right now. I am a fucking ball. Uh, pretty much I've been resorted right this moment to doggy style because I'm not going to fucking hour any other way because I just don't have, I just can't work that fucking hard. Doggy style, I could still fuck for an hour because I just rest my belly on the back and we fucking go. But this belly absolutely has to go. And the starting on Monday, we go to a rigorous 
diet again, which, and as you know my diet, you know my food plan, you know how I lose weight. I'm going to come in now, 202, I'm going to have to run the marathon at Eisenhower Park in first week of May at a weight of 170 or less, 170 or less. I got down as low seven weeks out for the New York City Marathon. So I started the diet July 18th. It was August 18th, probably October 1st. I was 174 and I ran the race at 185, which is pathetic. I ran the New York City Marathon, a fat fucking pig, an embarrassment. Still ran it like a king because, you know, I'm Stu Funny, you're fucking not. I'm living legend. I'm just great at everything. <laughs> it's just who I am. It's just what I do, and it's how I prove it on a momentary basis. But be that as it may, I was a fat fucking pig running the marathon. So I have to run the half marathon at 170 or below because it's going to be for pure speed. I said, and I opened my big fat Jew mouth, uh, uh, hour 30. Roughly a seven-minute mile for 13.1 miles. I've ran 10.8 miles at a six-minute and 15-second mile hundreds of times. Hundreds of times in the 90s. Hundreds of times. So can I do it? Yes, I've done it. Yes, it's not that big of a deal. Um, the only caveat to that was it was in the 90s, and I was 148 pounds. So I'm going to try to do something, you know, 30 years later um, and still run it a minute, minute, a mile slower, though, because that was like a six-minute mile, uh, which I ran hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of six-minute miles, sub-six-minute miles, six minutes, 615, 627, 614, for 10 miles in a row, eight miles in a row, I can do it. I've done it hundreds of times. But now I'm older and I'm fatter! So that was 148. So that's the problem. So can I do it at 170? So 170 is flat out fucking the most I can weigh. So I'm going to have to be strict with my food. So Monday morning goes back the food. Yoga's been amazing. I'm very nimble. I'm, I can bend my body. I do not get hurt. I have no spasms. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I would like to eat with my wife tonight at either Puccinella or steak, Blackstones, or... Vittorio's. And the food on Long Island is so amazing. It is absolutely unbelievable. You got plenty of towns and each town has plenty of great restaurants and it's just great, 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 great food. Great Italian food, great all food. And obviously my favorite food is Italian food. I love Italian food. I fucking love Italian food! I would like to be Italian, but what Jew doesn't want to be Italian? So... That's just the way it fucking is. That's the way it is. But tonight, I'm going to look for a steak. I'm going to look for lobster bisque, Caesar salad, shaved Parmesan over my Caesar salad. I like to eat soup to nuts. I like to have the soup, the salad, the appetizer, the meal, dessert, cordials, Nuts, after dinner drinks, and then fuck it is Leclerc. So that will be tonight. It will be one of those perfect nights. Yes, it will be perfect, and I'm excited. And 
to be honest with you, the weekend is just absolutely incredible because now we will know it's the last week of college football. We'll know who's being the playoffs, and then there'll be the buildup, and then next week they'll release the bowls, and everybody will accept the bids, and will accept where they're going and the invitations, and then we will rock and roll. NFL's upcoming on the Super Bowl. The NBA is shaking out where a lot of teams are having a lot of problems. And obviously the Celtics with the big injury to Haywood still looks like Golden State's game. Cannot see anyone beating them, you know, ever. And if anyone wins one game playing them in a best of seven when it counts, it'd be a miracle. So we're going to have to see what the Cel- what the Celtics look like in April. We'll have to see what the Cavaliers look like in January, February when they get back Isaiah Thomas and they build their team and they see what responsibilities LeBron wants to give to everybody. And does he have enough to make a move with Dwayne Wade, Tristan Thompson? Can they get it done? Can they get it done? Can they actually get it done? And I would say, fuck no. And I don't think anybody in the West can beat the Warriors, and nobody can beat the Cavaliers still. I don't think the Celtics can beat the Cavaliers when it counts. I think when it counts, although Kyrie's playing amazing and Celtics playing amazing, feel-good story of the year, surprise of the year, best team in the NBA, soup to nuts all the way around right now besides the Warriors. With the injury, they're not going to be able to overcome that injury, the Celtics. So it's going to be the Cavaliers and the Warriors and probably the Warriors in five again. Fuck Kevin Durant, little scumbag, low-life prick. You had the fucking Warriors dead, Kevin, and you had to be a bitch, a little fucking bitch. You had to be a bitch and cry like a little bitch and leave Russell holding his fucking dick. And you go over to a lock. And of course you were the MVP like I stated. And because, and of course you won the championship like we knew. But God, still weak as fuck. Weak as weak as weak. NBA, I do not believe still in the Rockets coming out of the box playing fucking great. James Harden, great. I don't believe in them. I don't. Watch James Harden choke like the worst choke artist ever. Like the worst no-show ever like absolutely being paralyzed that he could not even touch the ball the first quarter of a game seven closeout game. Had no dick at all. Just choked. There is not a reason in the world that I believe that that cannot or will not happen again. So in the NBA, where the Rockets have played great, holy fuck, amazing, I just think it's smoke and mirrors. And pretty much in the NBA, it's smoke and mirrors with every fucking team in the NBA. No one really has hope. Really, you do not have hope. You don't have hope. There is no hope. The Warriors are that much better than you, than anyone, than any team. There's no issue. There's no two ways about it. So Golden State wins again. Durant wins two. And we'll see if LeBron leaves Cleveland, which could make some noise about if Golden State can ever, ever be beat but probably not. Poland Spring, Lemon Sparkling Soda. 
delicious. So, very important how you bet right now because so much action, so much hype, so many games, what do you do? Actually, to make money, you're better off loading up on one game a week that you can absolutely just hammer for everything you own. Hammer for a max bet. Obviously, hammer for money that you can afford to lose. But be that as it may, if you have money in action and it's liquid and you're looking to earn the way to make money gambling, even though there's so many sports, four sports right now full-blown, can't be busier, college football, championship games, all your conference championships, only happens once a year, it's happening now. NFL, closing out the third quarter of the year, now down the stretch, fourth, fourth quarter of the NFL season, can't be any busier. And then you have NBA every night of the week, full-blown coming at you. And then you also have college basketball where there's so many teams and so many games and so many decisions and so much to be up on. And how do you know what's going on? So with all four sports, how do you make money? Well, you have to bet very little amount of games for money that actually matters. Let's say you love the action, then you have to bet the quantity of games for piss money, for pennies on the dollar. Because the only way I've ever found how to make money gambling is to hammer one game a week. Just that best bet. Just that one game you focus in on. Because the grind really kills you overall. Overall. Unless you have unlimited money and you could withstand when you go cold. Because obviously, when you're winning, there's nothing really to talk about, right? When you're winning, you're making money. Whether you're betting one game a night or ten games a night, if you're winning, winning is winning. The only problem is when you're losing. So when you're losing, and if you're betting quantity of games, uh, you could go broke quite quickly. Even if you're betting small amount of money, because if you, the quantity of games, you're betting six, four, six, eight, ten games a day, and if you're cold, no matter how much you're betting, if it's consistently losing, you're going to get murdered. So to be in the game and to be liquid and to have your powder dry, so to speak, the way that I have developed the ability to have longevity is to really load up on one game a week. And if it loses, then you lose. That's it. But to spread money out every single day is very, very difficult to earn. Very difficult to earn. So that's why this week, you know, the Ohio State-Wisconsin game is going to mean so much to me, so much to my future, so much to everybody involved with the game, so much to past customers that are on the game, present customers that have just paid me for the game, future customers that are looking maybe to buy the game. 
And obviously, it's an extremely high-priced item. I'm selling the game for 500 So how many people can afford to pay for one game for 500 But I do allow the sharing system where you can have 10 people put 50 in, and that's your 500 So it's not really, you know, it's not like I'm saying and I'm threatening your life. Don't give this game to anybody, and the line will shift and all that happy horse shit, which is total nonsense by extremely weak, deceitful people in my business that just tell stupid stories. So, you can purchase now through Monday for $7.50. And that's basically the best value because that gives you all four sports, every pick, including a game I'm selling for 500 bucks, the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. Including a game I'm selling for 500 Ohio State-Wisconsin. So it's such a value. Um, $2,500 now through January 31st, so that gets you all my picks too. Um, but really, again, just so you know, you got to load up on limited games. That's the key to making money gambling. Limited games, limited exposure. There's, no re- there's nothing wrong with betting 10, 20 games a day, but... They better be for piss money. They better be for very little money. Because unless you have an unlimited bankroll, where then all bets are off and then I have a much different system. But unless you have an unlimited bankroll where you can fire equal amounts, win or lose, then you have to just load up on limited amount of action, limited amount of games. And basically, uh, that's it. So, you can get over to my website at stewfiner.com, where I'm selling games, obviously, every night in the NBA and college basketball and the NFL and college football. BeLikeStew.com now has my winter merchandise, where we have our hoodies, we have our long sleeves, and we have I'll Kill Your Bookmaker and Stew Nation, uh, all clean stuff, too, so you can wear it to church, you can wear it to synagogue, you can wear it in the mall, you can wear it to school. No cursing, no nothing. G material from your source, Stu Finer. And obviously the cum towel can be bought at stewfinder.com. And you could text me anytime you want to talk to me and say hello at 516-698-8870. And I hope your lives and everything you're doing in your life is going well. Again, take no shit from no one. Everyone is full of shit. Everyone is scum. Everyone's going to let you down. The person that you can guarantee will not let you down is yourself. Because you have control of yourself, 100% control. And similar to how in less than four months, I ran a 1040 per Minute marathon, 10 minutes and 40 seconds a mile. I ran the marathon in four hours and 39 minutes. Tiki Barber, the legendary, the greatest New York Giant running back ever, looks like God when you meet him. Steel, his first marathon was five hours and 13 minutes, crushed him. He only beat me by a minute in his fourth marathon. So, my point is not to gloat that I'm God, Jesus, Moses, Allah. Everyone knows I am already. You know this. I'm Stu Finer, you're fucking not. I'm a living legend. Living, living, living legend. Proving it every day. 
Legends is easy. A living legend's harder because you got to prove it every day. Okay. My point is not to brag. My point is that anybody, and that means you, and that means you, and that means you, can do anything they put their mind to. Anyone. Within four months, you can transform your entire legacy, life, existence. Because you can. You can. You do the same things every day. Get up in the morning fucking early. Sleep is overrated. Don't do too much drugs or partying that it affects you. And there's no reason to put that you can't put the partying down for four months just like I did. I put it down for 2.8 of the four months. So almost three months clean can straighten out your whole fucking life. And you rock and fucking roll. You rock and roll. So I just want to say I love you. We're going to have another podcast in about four days. So coming back full blown in four days, you'll hear from me. I love you. God bless you. And I'm Stu Biner. You're fucking not.